Hi, and welcome to Dating Funnies. Thanks for tuning in. I uh, thought this week, for those of you that are listening on a weekly basis, thank you. For you new listeners, I thought I'd maybe talk about one experience I had while being a member on Match.com. For the new listeners, I'm on Match.com now. eHarmony, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid. I'm on all of them. Bumble, Tinder. I really don't know what the miscues are, why I'm having a challenge. I talked to a lady last week that was on Bumble. And then when we chat on the phone, all she could do is talk about all the things that were wrong with her and her life. That's another segment, another day. Today I thought I'd talk about a match date I had a few years ago. And we ended up, and I tend to like to meet people for coffee versus a glass of wine. And I know there's not much difference in price, but I just like to really want to get to know someone without the influence of alcohol. You know, if you have two or three glasses of wine, you think everybody looks better. And then the next time you see him, you're like, oh my gosh. Or when you wake up the next day, you realize that you, there was nothing there. So I prefer coffee because it's easier is non-threatening. Buy someone a cup of coffee. I have no expectations. They have no expectations. Coffee meeting can normally be over in 10, 15 minutes. And in my mind, it's a meet and greet. I'm not on a date. I haven't even met you. I haven't even really seen you. I don't know if your pictures are real. I don't know if you're real. So it's different for me as it might be for everyone here. So I agreed to meet this lady at a local Starbucks in downtown Bellevue, Washington. And when she showed up, I couldn't tell if she wasn't feeling well or she just kind of had this disgruntled look. And I introduced myself and we walked up to the counter. We bought the coffee. She didn't even look at me. She didn't thank me. When the drinks finally came up, she grabbed hers, walked over her table without looking to see if I was going to follow her. I finally did after I got my drink and then sat down with her. And I said, are you okay? Uh, you don't to bother you? I'm not sure. Maybe we should do this another day. She said, no, I'm fine. She goes, but I'm just disappointed. And I'm like, what are you disappointed in? She was like, why are we having a coffee meeting? Why aren't we having a wine meeting? And I said, well, you agreed to a coffee meeting. I explained to you the reason why I don't particularly care for wine meetings on a first meet and greet. And you agreed. She says, yeah, but you know, the last person I met off a of match, we agreed to go out for wine. And we had a glass of wine. Then we went across the street to a happy hour. Then we went upstairs and played pool. Then we went dancing. Then we had dinner. Went back out and had drinks. Did some more dancing. She said it was the most fun I'd ever had. So I looked at her and said, well, great. God, it's fantastic. You had a great time. But I got to ask you, if you had such a great time with this guy, where is he? Why are you still out meeting people like me? She's, oh, I had a great time, but no, we just didn't hit it off whatsoever. So he's not the guy I'm looking for. So, you know, I'm kind of rough around the edges these days because of all this dating. I pretty much heard most everything, seen just about everything. I'm sure I'll be surprised by other things going down the road. But I said to her, I said, well, well, here's the disconnect the way I see it. I get on the internet and I go to match.com and I'm looking to interact with people, chat with them a little bit, and then agree to go meet so we can get to know each other all that much more. Sadly, text messages and emails get misinterpreted going both ways because we read them as what's going on with our personal life and not really how they were intended. I think we can all agree with that. But for whatever reason, people are just hung up on emailing and texting and then they disappear. Or when you do finally meet them, they're 
not who they said they were. They don't look like who they said they were. And that's all well and good. But I say to her, well, when I see Match.com, I'm expecting to meet somebody, see if somebody I want to date. I think how you look at it is you see free dating for women, Match.com. Because it sounds to me like all you want to do is go out and meet with guys, have them wine and dine you and have this great dating experience only for you to wake up the next day and decide, nope, I'm not emailing, texting, calling these people back ever again because they weren't the one for me. Oh my gosh, I was just like shell-shocked. And when we left and went our separate ways, eh, I was grateful that uh, we had that conversation because for the price of a cup of coffee, she revealed who she was. There's a coworker in my office she was traveling, was at one of the, at her hotel's bar downstairs. She looked over to her left and there's some guy sitting there by himself. She offered to buy him a, a drink through the bartender. The bartender goes down there, tells him, hey, so-and-so over there at the bar wants to buy you a drink. What are you drinking? Gives the bartender the order. He delivers it. Then my friend says to the bartender, well, I see you got the drink. What did he say? He didn't say anything. He didn't say thank you or did, no. He didn't tell me to tell you anything. He just took the drink. And she got really upset and told the bartender, are you kidding me? What a jerk. He can't sit there and say thank you. And the bartender said to her, why are you upset? Did you know that for the price of a drink, you got to see the real character in play? You didn't waste a month, three months, six months until their true colors came out? That has stuck with me ever since because not that we have to be on guard, but when people say or do something and it doesn't ring true or it doesn't feel good, and if the first time you meet someone, this is as good as it's ever going to be. Could you imagine how they will treat you once everyone has settled into the relationship six months, nine months, a year from now? We have to take a look at that. I certainly do. If they're going to be rude to me up front, what are they going to be like when they are comfortable around me? So if this is as good as it gets up front, be the best you can be up front. Be true to yourself. Don't be afraid to say who you are, what you're looking for, what you're doing. I certainly don't. I will continue to move forward and tell people, this is who I am. This is what I'm looking for. Tell me a little bit more about you. So circling back to this phone call I had with this lady off of Bumble, I think it was her way of just telling me everything was wrong with her because for whatever reason, which uh, by which I didn't get to talk much at all, I can't help but believe that she just didn't like the sound of my voice. What else could it be? I just sit there chatting with her and she was all excited to meet me and then after she called me, I gave her my number. After she called me, then you could tell that either she just wanted attention for the day or my voice inflections just didn't match what she's looking for in a guy. Should I be mad? No. Should I be disappointed? Well, a little bit. But at the end of the day, I'm not because here I was trying to settle lower my parameters what I'm looking for just because she was local she was paying attention to me she's been married three times she's got one son that's six years old I'm too old to be dating someone that's got a six-year-old at home I don't want to date someone that's got teenagers at home I've passed all that in my life but yet here I was convincing myself maybe I could do it again you know she's cute uh, she sounds nice on the phone maybe I should try it everyone keeps telling me that I'm too rigid in my thinking but lucky for me she revealed who she was said who she was and I haven't got time to help her rebuild her life and so yeah I'm disappointed with that said 
feel free to reach out to me. Share with me your thoughts, some of your dating stories. It's datingfunnies, that's F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Share a story. Tell me what you'd like me to chat about. If, if you have something that you're curious about, I'll put it out there and see what other people tend to think. I'm, uh, I'm continuing moving forward with any luck. I'm hoping to meet a couple of people this week. I've had one person finally reach back out to me on OkCupid. Another one reached out to me there. Match.com, I can't seem to get anyone to reach out to me, and I'm to the point there why I, I won't send off email after email after email to all these different people. If I think they're cute, I'll, uh, I'll say, yes, I like them. And then if they look at my profile and they say, they think I'm cute or they send me an email, then I'll respond. But I'm not going to put a lot of time and energy into sending out a bunch of emails that no one will ever respond. I'm having some success in OkCupid. Zero on Plenty of Fish. I had to laugh last night sitting and watching my grandkids. And eHarmony's on TV saying every 14 minutes, somebody falls in love. Really? Well, I've been on eHarmony on and off for three years. I've gone past the 14-minute mark that they claim, and that is no different. They're the same people I saw two, three years ago on these platforms. You're on there again, yet I can't get them to interact because for whatever reason, their perception based upon a brief profile my picture is, nope, he's not the guy. Another day, another discussion. Thanks again for listening. You guys have a great week. Hope you have more fun than I am uh, with your dating mishaps. Hopefully you have better luck than I am about going out and meeting people. Not sure what I'm going to talk about next week. Maybe I'll have a new story to share. Uh, I'll have a success story opposed to having all these failure stories. Thanks for listening.